On this Friday edition of The Shady Show, myself and a very special guest sit down to discuss all things Suicide Squad, as well as the very first episode of Disney Plus's brand new show, What If. My name is Andy York, and this is The Shady Show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the third episode of The Shandy Show right here on YouTube and across all audio platforms. I am your man, Andy York. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to us each and every week when we finally put up a video, but that's a different topic for a different day. Um, and we have a very special guest that is joining us today. It is not Jason or my wife, so I'm, he's somewhere in the middle. I'm not going to you know, get in between everybody, but uh, it's Nico from New World New World Nerds. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I mean, that's pretty good company. Top three. I made it. I know. So, I know you made I mean, it, yeah. Some, I, somewhere I, up there. Yeah, I can't legally put anybody above my wife. Otherwise, you know, I, I yeah. won't, won't be here anymore. So I have to yeah. I have to put you at least at number two, you know. You would be kicked out of the closet and onto the curb. <laughs> So, uh, well, we are going to be talking about uh, a lot of things there. We're going to be talking about the very first episode of What If um, that it, that premiered this past Wednesday on Disney Plus, as well as some other Marvel news that could break our hearts for the rest of the year. Because it's not like this year, the last two years hasn't been difficult enough that they're just going to make it even harder. Um, and then we're going to end by talking about the um mind trip that was the suicide squad movie that came out this past week we're going to talk about that dive into all spoilers so uh, if you have not seen what if if you have not seen suicide squad go watch it and then come check us back out and talk to us but before we jump into anything like that um nico why don't you tell them what's what's been going on with you and what you know if you have anything in the pipeline or if you're if you're doing anything on youtube or, or whatever go ahead and plug all your stuff at the beginning Okay. Well, first of all, did you notice we're wearing this like the same hat almost? <laughs> I just realized that. I, yeah, I know. I even, like a gray Under Armour hat. So Not in, a in the middle of this, if I if I I know, right? We're both sponsored by Under Armour. <laughs> the two guys that definitely shouldn't be sponsored by any kind of sports <laughs> thing anywhere. Uh, sorry, I don't have anything coming out the pipeline. I just. I'm a nerdy guy that has a lot of nerdy energy that just needs to let it out. Like I definitely feel it coming out at work all the time where I'm just like, Oh, like somebody asked me one thing about like, Oh, have you watched the one division on Disney plus? I was like, yeah, but then you, you see how it ties in and actually if it lines up perfectly with the Loki show and this happens, like that's all I'm just another to promote right now. If yeah. Subscribe to new old nerds. If you want to, something <laughs> might come out of there at some point. Uh, what I do not know. I feel like I'm getting the itch to like stream video games again. I've been playing Rocket okay. like a madman, but uh, still not as good as I should be for someone who's been <laughs> playing it for like five years. But you know, I feel like coming the the creative juices are flowing. I just yeah. need an outlet, so that's why you know, like let me bring them over here to the Shandy Show. Yeah, hey, I'm I am all fine for that. That will work for me because I don't stream <laughs> video games, so you can definitely be the. The video game streamer. That's totally fine. Okay. Welcome uh, to I have, the Shandy's Gaming. Welcome back. Shandy's Gaming. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> uh, I've definitely done the same thing. I've turned my wife, who is not a nerd at all, into a, like, now she is all things Marvel. Before we started dating, she only saw the first Iron Man movie and the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Solid and that's all she, that's all she had watched and she was like yeah i didn't really find him that fun and i was like oh we need to watch him again because if this <laughs> is going to work out you're going to have to figure something out so we started all the way back and watched them and now she is she is hooked 
Um, but she did. She unfortunately did have the ending of Endgame ruined for her before she even saw it. Because ah. my brother-in-law, this was right before, like, this is right, like, as the pandemic was starting to happen and, you know, the world was starting to shut down. Uh, my brother-in-law went, you know, the world hasn't been the same since Tony Stark died. And Katie was like, he dies? <laughs> I was like, well... <laughs> So a little bit. She had that run for it. a little bit, but you know, I've, I've, I've converted her as well. So that, that's really fun. Um, all right. So let's jump off and let's just go ahead and talk about the, what if uh, Disney plus show the very first episode. And that is what if Peggy Carter was the first Avenger. And I guess also subtitle, what if Steve Rogers was the first Iron Man slash Hydra stomper slash Tony Stark, or Stark industries goon, whatever. Um, overall, what did you think of the first episode? Did you enjoy it? Uh, was it kind of slow for you too, or did you enjoy it? Or, or what was your thoughts on it? See, I was going to say the opposite. I just felt like we were going through it. We were moving so fast, but you have 22 minutes or it's it's not even 22 minutes. You have about 30 minutes to, to revisit a movie that we haven't seen in a while and then be like, okay, but what if this happens? Well, I think it's really good. I like the way, I mean, I really had a good time with it. Uh, I have seen some people gripe about it being like, oh, I guess no character arcs or anything like that. It's like, we don't have time. <laughs> we have to figure out a what if scenario through the plot of a whole two and a half hour movie, right. shove it all down to 30 minutes and like add other new and interesting things to it. Um, I think that it's not holding your hand on who these people are. You've seen Peggy Carter, you've seen Steve Rogers, seen Howard Stark and more than one thing. So I think it, it was just here. We're in it. Here's this interesting topic. And then we're done. I think it, I think it does exactly what a, what if comic does for good or bad. Um, yeah. Cause it's like, here's 12 pages of what you, what it, it was, what, what was advertised. And yeah. um, I love how the watcher at the end says, I've just watched. I don't interfere. I'm the watcher. He always interferes. He's a goddamn <laughs> liar. Like that's the only, re- like how much money do you want to bet that he will interfere by the end of it? That's oh, exactly absolutely. what every watcher always does. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i no, i fully agree i think it it doesn't have time to do a whole backstory again like it's, it's just got to do what it's got to do plus i have a feeling a lot of these are going to have this same backstory or like the same character arc as like the main hero from the mcu so she, she basically went on the same rise that steve rogers went on for the most part um mm-hmm. and you know for for better or for worse you know it's pretty smart to just handle it as safe as possible while telling this new story um did anything did anything good we'll start with the good anything really good stick out to you other than the animation because the animation on the show was i think pretty much flawless it was perfect uh, through and through um did anything else really stick out to you as being top notch or, or did you really enjoy uh top notch i mean Haley atwell she's so she's so cool yeah. uh i met her one time uh just name dropped that uh <laughs> almost <laughs> uh so i've like literally never met someone like I was just like, you're like, I'm like a pig person, like compared to you. You're like, you're like, how are we the same species? Uh, but stuff that really stuck out to me, um, Howard, I thought Howard Stark being a normal guy, I felt like he'd be a little bit more misogynistic if we didn't mm-hmm. have like how he, like his whole life. We've already met him, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, nothing, honestly, nothing too crazy. Um, can we do spoilers? I don't know if we're spoiling. Yeah, we can do spoilers. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, giant tentacle monster. Um, <laughs> I guess it was it was getting pretty hentai there towards the end, but 
<laughs> who, first of all, who was that? And I thought, and why, who was that? Why wasn't it Hive? So yeah. Hive, I don't know if you watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. but Hive is like the tentacle monster that is, that they say, at least in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know we're not supposed to talk it any, talk about it anymore. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but uh, they said that, like, no, this is the Hydra that inspired the whole Hydra stuff. Right. Like he's the... He's the Hydra-like creature that inspired it. Really, it was fantastic. I was so excited. I thought it was going to be a deep cut. Also, we only see Hive in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like actual, like his face, squid face, for like yeah. five seconds. But it's beautiful. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's a great effect. So I was I was wondering about that. I wanted it to be Hive, but he was too big. Hive's older, bigger brother. But, yeah. Um, uh, I really, yeah, I, I liked how they did some stuff, but. I thought they could have went crazier with it, but for mm. the first time, also, this is something that we heard about when they first announced the what if, like, oh, uh, this is the first like concept we got. Oh, age instead of Steve, it's Peggy. So, yeah. uh, so we already kind of had this whole thing in our head about how it would go. So we've been sitting on this for probably like two years. So I yeah. thought it was good, solid, nothing, but nothing to write home about or anything. Yeah. Like that. I think it was, I think you're right. I think it definitely is like, Probably it's a really good starting off point, but it kind of needs the ne- the next few episodes kind of need to start ramping it up probably to exactly to do crazier stuff. I don't. I think the next one is probably the what if T'Challa was Star Lord um, or something like yeah. that. I think I, I think, think that's so the next one. Um, and then the third one, I forget what the third one is. Um, it, it's oh, not the Vision one. It's no, it's, it's not the Vision. Uh, I'm not going to remember now. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe the Loki that's one. The one can, that's the only other one I can think of is the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Yeah, uh, but but Star Lord, I mean, but Chishala. What am I talking about? <laughs> but I definitely agree. I think it'll come to me. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it is a great starting off point. Um, I did think honestly, I did think that the tentacle octopus monster, whatever. I my first initial thought was Hive, but I was like, I don't know if they're gonna do the crossover with agents of shield because that's kind of like a no talk about territory. Like you said, that's, that's like the uh, ugly stepsister of the MCU is, is uh, agents of shield. So I don't know if they're going to talk about that. Um, but after Loki, it could be, it could be finally MCU canon. Now it could just be a different timeline that's finally matched up together. But um, I definitely agree. I think it, it could have had some crazier moments to me, kind of going to the bad side of things to me, some of it felt, and I understand that it's probably geared more towards kids, but some of it felt very campy at some points. Um, mm. Like Howard Stark was too campy for me. Um, yeah, he, I thought so he, too. He wasn't really connect. He didn't seem like the same Howard Stark that we saw in the first Captain America movie. It's, it felt like a completely different character. Um, Bucky yeah. was kind of uh, campy for me as well. Some of his lines were a little iffy at times. Um, and Red Skull was just... I thought he would play a little bit of a bigger part, but he just was there for five seconds and then got killed and then did nothing. So that, that was kind of a rough spot. Yeah. So uh, I, I like what you said about Howard Stark. Yeah. It didn't feel like the same guy for sure. It's felt yeah. like the guy more towards like, like the Howard Stark that Bucky choked and killed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I felt the same way, but I felt like they were just first uh, Bucky. I felt like they're like Sebastian Stan. We only have you for like 10 minutes. Say a bunch of generic <laughs> things. Like I know we're filming, 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like stay in the booth for like five more minutes. We need to get enough for to, 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 to you know, string together, to stitch together a character for your what if episode. That's yeah. just what I felt. Because so many people are coming back, but so many people are also not coming back. So right. that that that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was just like, most of this stuff is generic. He probably has no idea what's happening in the show. Um, <laughs> so I I I I I get what you're saying for sure. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see uh, Samuel L. Jackson back as Nick Fury and Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. I was not expecting to see that actual end scene. The end scene was was um, pretty cool. I thought it may set. I mean, it's it's a it's an animated show, so you don't know if it's setting anything up or if it's not setting anything up, which is kind of the the beauty of it. But it kind of set up to see possibly see Captain Carter in the future. Um, do you think mm-hmm. we see her in like a future What If show? Do you think we see her even eventually in the MCU? Maybe just in the background of multiverse of madness, whatever. She's just still fighting the octopus monster in the background. Um, what do you? Th- what do? You, what could you see happening with her? So definitely see her coming back in some sort of live action role, uh, whether it be the multiverse of madness for like a second, whether it be in the Loki show, because obviously she did her own. She's she's cool with Marvel TV. She had her own TV show. We can talk about her. It's not like she's not like on the Defenders or anything. <laughs> like that. So I definitely think we will see her come back because, um, yes, Queen, step on me, Queen. She's she was way bigger than Steve Rogers. It was great. Uh <laughs> I just think of Lady Dimitrescu from the Resident Evil 8. Yeah. I was like, step on me, Queen. And I got the same vibes from Peggy Carter. So we definitely need to see her show up. Uh, housekeeping stuff. I think the third episode was, um, I think I just I just looked it up. I think it was Zombies, Marvel Zombies, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Did I get it wrong again? I don't know. I looked at, no, nah, this thing's, it's making me sign up for I'll stuff. Look. Never mind. Everyone is making me sign up for. I don't want it. I don't want to subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> yeah, I, why did I look it up on my computer? She just looked it up on my phone. Oh, my <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, Peggy Carter, great. I think she'll show up again. Are we talking about the bad stuff? I do not. I don't have a ton of stuff to grab about, but I do have one thing that I just nonstop, like almost cried, laugh at while I was watching it. <laughs> So it was me, Justin, Jackie, and Gabby. So we're all just there watching it. And uh, while they're like, when Steve first showed was up, like in the Iron Man, or sorry, as the Hydra Stomper. Um, yeah. So it's so funny because they're like flirting while they're just straight up murdering people. Yeah. I was just like, they're, that's real cute. But like, she's like, uh-huh, oh my gosh, uh, Steve Rogers, blah, blah, blah. And then she like throws her grenade into the tank. I was like, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> and then like i was just like this is so cute it's like oh my gosh remember our dance it's just like ah I just slits their throat like remember when we killed all those soldiers yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i did not put those two things together but i'm playing the scene back in my head now and it was yes they were yeah. they were bonding over murder which is how every good couple starts off together yeah. is bonding over yeah. murder i'm pretty yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah yeah and um, then, uh somebody or, or gabriella she was like Oh, she was like, they're Nazis. It's okay. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot Nazis. But really. <laughs> we, we, we love to kill Nazis. I think Nazis have been the the most like used movie movie media villain of all time. So like, whether oh, yeah. it be like comics, movies, uh, TV shows, anything, Nazis. Are yeah. like, oh, it's a Nazi. It's okay. If you just bring up a German guy on TV and kill him, everybody's like, eh, it's fine. Like, it's normal. Uh, yeah, that's, it's that's, that's how yeah. it should be. Uh, so <laughs> apparently the list, I don't know if this is the actual list or not. But the first episode, obviously, Captain Carter. 
The second one is um, the what if Killmonger saved Iron Man? Ah, okay, cool. Uh, the third yeah, one is apparently was... MC Zombies. Okay. Then so the T'Challa as Star Lord. Yep. Okay. Um, and then something with a severed Ant Man head. Because there was a Sorry, scene Paul with Red. that. Um, and then an alternate Avengers lineup. So probably like Guardians of the Galaxy or something put together as the Avengers. Um, uh, Clinton Barton so as uh, the Hulk. Um, Spider Man as the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm down for that one. Um, and so, oh, yeah. I think the Hawkeye are... Hulk one, I was just like, yeah. Gotta give, <laughs> gotta give Jeremy Renner some work, I guess. Yeah, well, while they've got him that. for Hawkeye, they might as well just, you know, get him to do a couple yeah. other things as well. He's so. in the booth already. <laughs> so I definitely think we are going to get some bigger and better stuff. I did hear, I don't know if you heard this, but there was a rumor uh, or one of the storyboard ideas for the Spider-Man one is uh, what if Spider-Man was an actual spider, turned into an actual spider. But they said they the only way they could get it to where it would look normal or like to look all right, they would have to get an R rating for the episode because it was so oh like... Gosh creepy and like his body was so contorted and everything so they just ditched it and <laughs> decided to do something so, else so uh, i don't know if you ever watched the 90s spider-man series yeah uh, he turns into he gets super mutated he turns into man spider and yeah he's freaking terrifying but definitely <laughs> check it out because he's awesome he's so freaking metal like <laughs> like the punisher's like investing this, this honestly not this is going to be me spewing about the 90s spider-man cartoon it's so good but like Mary Jane disappears. So like her aunt like uh, contracts out the Punisher to find Peter Parker, goes and tries to find Peter Parker, Peter Parker, but Spider-Man shows up and then Spider-Man turns into the man spider. And it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. You got to love the nineties the cartoons. <laughs> well, the uh, comics, so, I mean the nineties comics. They're, they're, they're so good. All the movies wish they could be as good as those 90s cartoons were. Because exactly. all these kids fell in love with them, and then they go and watch Dark Phoenix, and then she's just fighting on a f- train. Annoying. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, remember how cool and nuanced the Phoenix saga was when we did it in a child's cartoon? Yeah, let's not do any of that. No. I I went back and watched that movie just recently, trying to be like, eh, I, I was probably going in with the bad intentions, you know, kind of like I was a BVS, sat down to watch it, and I was like, I got 30 minutes into it, and I was like, no, I'm done. This is trash. It's terrible. Um, anyway, speaking of Spider-Man, we'll, we'll move on to some <laughs> other sad MCU news more than likely. Um, thank you. Um, apparently, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, which just recently dropped a trailer. You're, but uh, You're going to get comments. You said MCU news. It's not. It's not officially in the MCU. It's not official. No, no, no. Rumor. I'm Wait, sorry. MCU. MCU rumor. Rumor. No, but there you go. But then, like every time the Sony executives talk, they're like, "Oh, it's like in the same. It's a MCU adjacent." And Kevin Feige is like, yeah. <laughs> no, "Don't ruin not. my good work." <laughs> um, but the Venom Let There Be Carnage movie. The trailer just recently came out. The second trailer and the uh, September 9th, I believe the date was. No, that's Ch- uh, Shang Chi. Um, either, way, either way, it doesn't September matter. Something, yeah. <laughs> um, September something, yeah. Uh, September something was removed. Uh, and apparently it has probably been pushed back. It's been delayed to either December of this year or early of next year, which more than likely will affect um, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is like the uh, movie that is probably not actually a movie. It's just a figment of our imagination at this point because we have not seen anything about this movie and it's four months away. So um, what do you think? Do you think we're actually going to get this movie this year? 
Um, do you think they'll just drop it and not tell anybody that it's coming out until like the week before? Like, or do you think they'll push it back till like <laughs> summer of next year? What do you think they're going to do with this thing? I think they're most definitely probably just push Spider-Man back till summer. It's going to be so weird. Cause it's going to be like Iron Man three. It's going to be in the summer, but it's a <laughs> Christmas movie, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, just, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going <laughs> to poop my pants there. I was going to poop my pants. Uh, <laughs> Uh, whenever it comes out, I was like, I don't know how bad I'm supposed to get. So, uh, <laughs> Venom, uh, I do think will definitely be pushed back, uh, mm-hmm. probably into next year. Also, I don't know how excited I am for Venom. I'm excited for Spider Man 3, but just like from all the stuff I hear about it, like if it's if you're doing a multiverse movie, maybe it shouldn't just be one movie because yeah. all the stuff that they're trying to do, it sounds crazy. Also, if they do do ah, now. This is just getting into Spider-Man speculation. Oh, yes, that's fine. That's fine. If I that's think fine. it's gonna get pulled back, I just want if you're gonna have all three of the Spider-Men in it, may, do it the whole movie. Don't just do it like, oh, yep. hey, we showed up at the end, and now we're gonna web web Doc Ops ox mouth together. Like, no, <laughs> I just do the whole movie. Andrew, yep. do it properly. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, um, and yep. it just sounds like too much. And that's I would trust it if it was all like mcu creative but you know sony's sticking their big fat beak in there yep and it's just ruining everything um but yeah i do think it will most definitely get pushed back that seems to be the way everything's going because this movie non-pandemic will make a billion dollars so like they want to make a billion dollars they don't have a streaming sony doesn't have a streaming service to throw this on uh, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they make some sort of deal with maybe. I don't even. I wouldn't even say Disney Plus at this point, but with mm. somebody to just be, or maybe Disney Plus, uh, just so they can put not only Spider Man, but because Spider Man Homecoming and Far From Home aren't on there, so maybe right. just to put all their movies onto it for, and make a make a pretty penny that they would have yeah. made if we weren't in a pandemic. Yeah, I honestly think you could release this movie. In the middle of the, not even the middle of the pandemic, but whatever <laughs> section of the pandemic we're in right now, I don't even know which section of the pandemic we're in. But I think you could release, like, I think you could like release this movie probably in December, um, COVID or not COVID, and I think this thing was more than likely still hit a billion dollars because it's just it's what people want to do, but you just want to make sure everybody stays safe and keep everybody safe. Um, and so I, I don't know. I my thing is I don't want this to be released. I only want this to be released in theaters because it's definitely mm-hmm. like uh, Captain America Civil War. It's definitely a Avengers type movie. It's a movie that you have to see in theaters with everybody around you screaming and cheering and high fiving and everything else. Um, I also definitely agree that, you know, you definitely want to have if they are in it, you want to have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, even though I don't, you know, you know my thoughts on them. Um, but, you know, I think if you want to have them in the movie, you have to have them in the entire movie. Um, or at least like half the movie, not just like the yeah. last 30 minutes, you know, or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, the the apparent rumor right now is that um, Charlie Cox is more than likely going to show up in it for to reprise his role as Daredevil, which if that's the case, then this movie is just getting bigger and bigger as the time goes on. Um, and Vincent uh, D'Onofrio is apparently supposed to show up in Hawkeye as Kingpin. So like we're starting to pull in some of these Netflix characters very slowly over into the MCU um, but it just feels like the more this movie goes on, the bigger and bigger it gets, which is good. But it's also like I want them to still be able to surprise us. 
Um, which if they're like, if they're releasing all this stuff and they still have stuff like up their sleeve, I have no idea what it is. This is going to be mind blowing fan service the entire time, which is completely fine with me. Um, but I, I don't know what to expect now with this movie, but I do think it's definitely going to get pushed back to either like the spring of next year or probably more than likely like a July release, uh, the big summer mm-hmm. blockbuster for sure. So what you said right now, all the stuff those are saying, they're checking all of my boxes. And then you know what it it sounds like? Like now Spider-Man 3, like uh, this is only the second Spider-Man 3, but Mm -hmm. uh, this Spider-Man 3 is like too big now. Like the expectations are too high. Like it's like when you do a wrestling show in Chicago and you don't have CM Punk. Don't have CM Punk, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like if – Whatever was it all out or whatever that's in Chicago? If a uh, rampage does, and all out, yeah. Oh, okay, so if all out ends and CM Punk doesn't come out, hide. So yeah. if like yeah. Andrew Garfield yeah. and Tobey Maguire don't come out by this point because you haven't showed us anything, mm-hmm. hide. Like yeah. Daredevil. Like now you're telling me Daredevil and Kingpin are coming into the MCU. Stop. Just don't tell me anymore <laughs> until you can show me the thing. I don't right. like. We've we've all we've had we've had one MCU movie in the past like year and a half like yeah stop stop with the teasing <laughs> just give it to me already and so it's I like well, what you said about how about how you think Spider Man will still make a billion dollars because mm-hmm. I, I I've been to the movies in the pandemic and yep. the when I went to Black Widow I was like oh people are back people are yep. back here because yep. like I watched other movies and like. Fast Nine, ain't nobody there for Fast Nine, but everybody was there for Black Widow. That's because yeah. they had the option to stay at home and watch it. Yeah, yeah, and I was that was one of the things that really surprised me is I bought my tickets for Black Widow as soon as they released, and I was like the first one in the theater. Like I, I was the first one to buy tickets because all the seats were still filled um, or were still open. And so when I went to the theater, I was expecting it to be like probably a handful of people, but not you know, whatever. And every seat was filled. Like everybody, the entire movie theater was completely filled. So I was like, this is exactly how you should watch MCU movies. And I, I, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. So you definitely want to make sure that you can have a full house and probably like four or five theater, like uh, theater auditoriums in one movie theater needs to be ready to have this movie because it's going to be a very high demand for it. Um, We'll kind of talk. We'll kind of touch on this and talk about this for a little bit and get your thoughts because of characters coming back and new characters coming in. Um, we just had a brand new uh, Shang Chi promo that released today, I believe, on Thursday. Um, that showed a close up picture of none other than Abomination, which was the last person on the bingo card for me for this movie <laughs> that would show up in this movie. Um, what are your thoughts on Abomination showing up? Uh, do you think it's setting up anything in the future with that or? Is he just like a nice little, oh, hey, remember this guy? He's still here, and then he's gone, <laughs> he's gone again. So what do you think? Uh, I think that they, like, it's it's Kevin Feige had a bunch of toys laid out. And he's just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I still got this abomination. Oh, you want to play with it? I don't know if it's going to be the Tim Roth one, because it doesn't really mm-hmm. look like Tim Roth. Uh, right. But, I mean, or sorry, it's going to be, because MCU, it's going to be like the same one. I don't think we're going to get any kind of like vibes of that one, though, just because right. I doubt Tim Roth's going to come back and just like motion capture just for something like that. Uh, they changed right. the look. And honestly, a part of me with the reason they changed it a little bit, I feel like they had to do something 
uh, to like make Universal not sue them. Just be like, oh, it's like a, it's like Abomination, but a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because yeah. we hadn't seen characters like that in so long, and it's so kind of detached from the MCU, the only one right. not under, like, not distributed by uh, Paramount. That that one was distributed by Universal or something like that. Something weird. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. reading, but it is a little different. So I think they probably had to do something like that, or maybe that finally, like, uh, there was like a. A period of where they couldn't use it and now they can they're like shang chi who cares throw them in there uh, <laughs> but i feel like they're kind of doing a lot of stuff they're like mandarin yeah we're gonna use him throw him in shang chi <laughs> so uh i'm excited for it um honestly for me right now i'm just craving moving the mcu forward um yeah. uh, and um i i like shang chi i've only read a i've never read a shang chi comic he's only popped up in those spider-man comics that i have so mm-hmm. pretty cool seems like it would be epic um just it's just not like it doesn't seem like the main story you know what i mean seems like yeah. an origin story cool i'll watch it that'll be fun but i'm here for like the Avengers stuff. Like i want to move yeah. the plot forward stuff that seems significant i guess so yeah. abomination cool We'll see what happens. I don't think he'll. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, it could. He could be. Towards? It, it could. Le- it could put him in the Thunderbolts uh, if that's uh, the direction they're going. Because we have like six or seven characters. I know I've been saying Thunderbolts and Dark Avengers <laughs> probably for like six years now. It the feels boy like you scream Thunderbolts. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have like an entire lineup of them now. So I'm. I am. I am like. Can, I think it's almost confirmed that we're going to get Thunderbolts at some point in the next five years or so um but i i definitely agree i'm ready for the the needle to be moved i think we all were expecting that in one division and it kind of happened but not really it kind of was like tickling and then was like no you're good you don't you don't need any more um falcon and the winter soldier gave us you know obviously the new captain america other than that it didn't really do a whole lot else but then loki was like a slap in the face you know setting up a lot of stuff for the future so uh, i think we are starting to head that way um, we do have to get through this and the Eternals movie, which I think the Eternals will probably set up more than anything else other than the Spider-Man movie, if we ever get that movie. Um, and so I, I think, you know, I think we are on the up track of everything, and I think we're moving in the right direction, hopefully, <laughs> before, as long as nothing else shuts down, we are good to go for the rest of the MCU. Um, so hopefully there's something that you on. said about, about WandaVision and Falcon. See, even those, like, yeah, I get... They kind of do, but they kind of don't. If they, if right. Wanda would have just showed up in a Scarlet Witch uniform, would be like, "All right, sweet." Like, yeah. Trust me, I love the MCU. I want to be there. I want to hang out in there, and I'd love to see the in between, basically in between quals. I'm glad we got them, but I want like when everybody comes together and now we fight a bigger bad. You know, like, yeah. Give me that Avengers stuff. I thought I didn't need it. I thought I was fine at the end of Endgame, <laughs> but it turns out I'm not. Same thing with like. Yeah, good. Falcon, the Falcon, the Falcon America, the Falcon, the Falcon America, Captain America, and it's cool suit looks cool. But we could have got that from the ending of Endgame. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, he's showing up in a new Captain America thing. Yeah. Last thing we saw, Steve was handing him the shield. So why wouldn't he be? So, right. um, but Loki, like you said, I like that. It's like, all right, now we got explanations for things. Now we got now we got our new direction basically. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, it was so fast paced," and then the last fifteen minutes is just an information dump. Shut up! That's what you want. You're That's, making yeah. videos about this <laughs> yeah. every week yeah. for the past three months, so yeah. you want this because guess what? You would have loved it for Wandavision if they're like, "And this is that." And actually, my hello, my name from Mephisto. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you would have loved that for the other two. So why don't you like it when they right. actually just do that? 
Yeah. Plus, that show needed like information dump because so much was happening so quick. It was like I need fifteen minutes, twenty minutes of just what is going on right now because <laughs> yeah, I need exactly. I need you to tell me. Um, yeah. And I think you know if we didn't miss like two years of everybody's life over this pandemic, I think we would be at the point now where we're all kind of out of like we want more. And I think we would have gotten obviously the Spider Man movie and the Doctor Strange movie, and yeah, we they would have given us that sweet needle that we needed. Um, and so. <laughs> I think, you know, I think we're getting to that point. It's just we've obviously been delayed getting to getting where we need to get, um, which is very frustrating because we should have had like Doctor Strange by now because one division was setting that up. Now I'm like super ready for Doctor Strange. And then after Loki, I'm like, I need Doctor Strange's movie tomorrow. Like I need it right now. Um, and so I think we're very I hope we're very quickly getting to that point. Um, and I hope we enjoy like, but I want to enjoy these movies along the way as well, like your Shang-Chi's mm-hmm. and your Eternals um, and your the Marvels that are coming out pretty soon um, and some other movies that are coming out. So I hope we I hope we get to enjoy those as well. But um, we just we're ready for the big stuff. We're, we need the big <laughs> stuff now. <laughs> for sure. So. For sure. Um, well, let's talk about the other side of the coin, the coin the that's been struggling and kind of going through ups and downs and, and uh, highs and lows. Um and that is the Suicide Squad that came out this past week, directed by none other than the psychopath himself, James Gunn. Um, first of all, without kind of, we're obviously talking about spoilers because we've spoiled everything else in What If, and so there's no spoiler <laughs> warning here because we're spoiling everything. But um, overall, what did you think of this movie? Um, surely, or did you like it better than the first one? Um, and if you did, what stood out to you the most? You know, just kind of your overall thoughts on the film. So I think it did what the first Suicide Squad movie didn't even attempt to. Um, it made a unique like group of like the task force task force X made sense in this one. In the last one, what were those guys going to do against Superman? First of all, second of all, they all have kind of the same powers. I know they poke fun at it in this one a little bit, not to spoil too many things, but how some characters do have similar power sets. But they they are presented differently, uh, and I just I just liked it, like Captain Boomerang, in like in his <laughs> part in this movie does way more boomerang stuff than he does of all the the last movie. Which what what how did that happen? But it did. So I liked how you took advantage of the premise finally, because that's why mm-hmm. that's even why they're doing a second one, because the premise is so dang good. And yeah. so it wasn't just the premise, though. It was good. The characters make sense. The characters were likable. Um, mm-hmm. And it seemed like the movie was made with an, one idea behind it. Like, I don't want to say it seemed like it was made by one one person because it wasn't. Movies take a lot of work. It's, it takes a village, right? Um, but right. it seems like it was one guy's vision that they, that they brought to life. And that's all I think really we've been waiting for for DC. <laughs> Uh, we're just waiting for one guy's vision who's not Zack Snyder to give yep. us a good story. Okay. Yeah. Um, trust, like, even if you love, I mean, even if you love Zack Snyder, like we need to have interesting stories from people with different perspectives where like all walks of life, not just one person. So mm-hmm. um, that's, that's why I think the MCU is so great, but um, it was a funny, it was funny, but it didn't, it wasn't like overly funny or it wasn't like, cause in some MCU movies, I'm like, all right, stop quipping. Let's take this yep. seriously for a little bit. <laughs> um, there was like four to five jokes that were really solid and just, mm. that was enough. Like I had a yep. good time with this movie, enjoyed it above average, honestly. Um, cause I 
with I'm trying to rank the amongst the DC movies. Really depends yeah. what kind of mood I'm in. And right now, I would say that it's one of the best, if not the best, DC movies. Yeah, I. And to me, sorry, I think DCEU it is EU movies. Yeah, I, to me, I think it is the best DCEU movie. Um, I my top two is this and Shazam. So like my top my list is probably very different than a lot of other people's <laughs> list because we all have heard our thoughts on those movies. But yeah. um, I, I I I agree. I absolutely love this movie. I think it was the tone of it was weird and different. Um, and it like because it was so different, the tone was so different. It's allowed for some things that we would nitpick and a lot of other stuff. Like it allowed for it to just kind of slide by because like the CGI wasn't perfect in this movie, but it didn't need to be. Um, because it was so like violent and like, um, gory and graphic that it was like, yeah, okay. That dude's like the dude's head fell off from the boomerang. And it was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Like it made sense. And it, it, it looked yeah. weird, but it's fine. It's whatever. Um, they're fighting a massive starfish and you know what? It's not that weird. It fits. It totally fits with this, these characters in this universe. And then, you know, I absolutely loved it. Um, I think to me, the best part, what's, what makes this movie stand out more than the other one. Um, like you said, it's one man's vision, but the characters and the actors in this movie push it above and beyond for me. Um, <clears throat> Idris Elba was perfect for, for Bloodsport. Um, the, he was top notch, which I'm sure you're very happy about. Cause apparently he's playing knuckles in the, in the second, uh, Sonic yes. movie, which is you know, so a very good get. Who's like, who did that? His agent or whoever is like the casting director for Sonic too yep. is amazing how'd you get yep. you got Idris Elba for Knuckles <laughs> yes I'm here yeah for it. it fits it totally fits um he between him and it's weird but between him and this is not biased but him and John Cena I think stole the show for me um John oh, Cena as the peacemaker was I think it's his best I think it's his best movie role to date um and it was he was absolutely perfectly cast in it he took himself way too seriously because he's John Cena and he took that from the wrestling side and put it into the movie side and it worked, it worked really well. Um, obviously Margot Robbie, she always kills it as Harley Quinn. And in a weird way though, she was like the, she was in the back seat for this movie, which was not what I was expecting. I was expecting her to be kind of like at the forefront of everything. Um, and she was, she, to me, she felt like she was kind of more behind the scenes than one of the main characters, one of the people that was out front. Um, King Shark, Sylvester Stallone, you know, perfect. I absolutely loved it. Um, Ratcatcher 2, Polka Dot Man, uh, even Waller, like all of them, they were, they were so different than the last time. And, um, I think Waller was the only redeeming quality of the first Suicide Squad movie. And she just kind of mm-hmm. brought that over into this movie and, uh, ramped it up even more. So to me, the characters really took it above and beyond. Um, and I really absolutely loved it. Was, uh, what, what are some moments? What are some scenes? What are some of the jokes that you mentioned? Um, that stuck out to you. To me, I'll, I'll kind of start this off. I think it had the best action scene of any DCEU, DCEU movie um, with Peacemaker and Bloodsport going through the camp, kind of killing everybody. Oh, my God. Um, oh, that was that just was so it was amazing because they were trying to show up each other. And when Peacemaker yeah. walks by with the axe and just chops up the dude yeah. sleeping, I was like, this is amazing. This is this is absolutely perfect. Uh, what else stuck out to you? What else stuck out to you in the movie? So that one is so good, but... I can't stop thinking about how great it was. And it's such like a James Gunn joke to have Weasel not be able to swim. And yes. it was just so funny because it makes it more real because all those people with Amanda Waller are all like bureaucrats, right? They're just right. pushers, stuff like that. And then right. perhaps like nobody checked to see if Weasel could swim. But also, 
Another, I understand that they were just cannon fodder, right? But what was Weasel supposed to do on the Suicide Squad? <laughs> like, this guy, like, is he even here? Like, did anybody, like, wave? Like, are you aware of what's happening? <laughs> like, but it was it was really funny. And it's like, it started off like, okay, this is a little different than the last time. Yeah. And uh, and I think how you said, like, how um, Viola Davis was a redeeming factor in the last one. I think it yeah. just shows how important, like, everything else is. And, it, like, we, we put so much on, like, an actor's shoulders. But, like, yeah. Rick Flagg was so much better in this movie. Yep. And it, like, like I didn't care. Like, screw you and your uh, hula hooping magician girlfriend, whatever <laughs> she's doing up there. Uh, but in this one, I was like, oh, he's he's funny. He's charismatic. Yep. Like, uh, I really love the bar scene uh, when they're yep. all hanging out in the bar. And I love how they give King Shark crap for not for his disguise. <laughs> it's so funny because. Like Peacemaker acting like John Cena doesn't stick out like a sore thumb everywhere right. he goes. Right. Like he's not yeah. a huge hulking man. <laughs> but I really enjoyed that. And just from that bar scene, it did what the other bar scene couldn't do. Yeah. Um, it's just like trying to build up, one, build up camaraderie, but also mm-hmm. like make sense when they're like sacrificing themselves for each other. Um, yeah. And like you said about John Cena, this is his best role. Like, you can see the conflict in his eyes when he has to make certain decisions in the movie. Yep. And I'm just like, wow, that's acting like John. When have you done that? Like, <laughs> have you, I don't think you've ever done that. You definitely didn't see yeah. that in the Marine. Like, no, that was good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I completely agree though. There were so many moments like there was in a weird way. A lot like these movies, the suicide squad and the first one kind of go hand in hand when you kind of watch them back to back. But you just see this, like the second one does everything so much better and amplifies it so much better. Like the, like the bar scene, like the opening scene. Um, the first one required too much on like telling us why everyone was so cool and why they were working together. This one just showed us, like it showed us yeah. how they were amazing together. Um, the opening, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the. The uh, the opening scene with like you know after Weasel died but didn't die because that was I, I once we cut to the beach after the movie and we just saw him I was like this dude is not dead like there's the, he's gonna come back he's gonna have his own HBO Max show I can guarantee it um, but like the action of like watching them trying to fight and then all of a sudden like um, oh I forget who the first guy that gets shot in the face is um, black blackguard. Blackguard, yeah. Like his face gets blown off, and then all of a sudden, uh, the javelin I think it's his name, the javelin. Um, yeah. he like he gets shot up. Um, poor, I feel bad for Boomer because he like he <laughs> has no he he did a lot in this movie, but he died so quick that it was like I was expecting him to be one of the forefront guys, and now he's dead. So that <laughs> that that kind of sucks. Um, but like you That's said, exactly like all of why them, they did it though, yeah. I feel like um, they weren't gonna br- they wouldn't have brought him back unless they were gonna kill him, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, that completely makes sense. I thought Polka Dot Man was going to die a lot sooner than he actually did, um, but he was he was a lot better. Like he was one of those guys. Who was like, this is going to be weird, and like just and one of those out there characters that is probably just there just to be there. And he like he it worked, and it was funny, and all the scenes where he saw his mom, and like they were dancing in the bar, and like everybody was oh, his mom, perfect. including the yeah. rat. Did you see the rat was his mom too? Oh my god, uh, I did not see that. Yeah, if you go look, the rat's wearing like the same glasses that like the mom is wearing, so it's like everybody is the mom. Um, when the starfish turns into his mom, it was just so funny. He was he's one of those psychotic characters that is just 
so funny. So I, I definitely agree. The humor was perfect. Um, the soundtrack to this movie, it's a James Gunn movie. So the soundtrack was amazing as well. Um, you know, so it's just uh, from top to bottom. I absolutely love this movie. Um, did anything stick out to you, though, as like a weak moment or a weak point or something that, you know, wasn't the best for you? So it's not really a fault with the movie itself. It's more of a fault with the larger universe. Uh, okay. Just like the rogues that I see in other movies, they should be in the Suicide Squad. Like it's it's like it's imagine if they did this with Marvel, like if you saw like exactly like we were talking about Dark Avengers, Thunderbolt, stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be very interesting because you already have all that backstory. And now you see what happens when you put all these like crazy characters in on a team until like right. aim them and will they accomplish their goal? So I right. want to see like. Like, what if Black Manta was on this team? So, like, yeah. how is he going to mesh with that? Like, and he has all of his stuff and he's nowhere <laughs> near water. Like, it'd be interesting to see. Like, right. but those are exactly the kind of people that are in the Suicide Squad. Like, like the detachable kid. What's he doing? Like, I like that. That was good. But my my gripe would, would be that uh, uh, that it's not rogues that we've seen, like, fight their villains. Right. Uh, no fault to the movie. Um it was just, it was really just that. And uh, yeah. So like, I'm thinking even like Harley Quinn, we've never seen her interact really with a Batman right. besides getting punched under the water. Like, yeah. I ha like we haven't seen these people fight their villains. Like, Hey, blood, uh, blood sport, uh, house relies Superman. Cool. When did that happen? I would have yeah. loved to have seen that. So, yeah. and uh, so that's my biggest thing. It's just like, cool. We had task force X, but it's so much, so much cooler if we see them actually fight their villains and then you make them like, obviously leave, leave seeds out there kind of like how they did with peacemaker. So that way they can redeem themselves on the suicide squad. Uh, yeah. And that, that, that'd be a gripe for me. No fault of the movie. Uh, had a great time with it. Oh, no, no real falling action either. Uh, they kind of just beat Starro. Where are they now? <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. Like, did they, they said, Oh, we're free now. Like Amanda Waller would be like, ha ha ha. No, you're not. You're back in jail. Like yeah. she'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's we're going to, yeah, we're in spoilers. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if they're going to do a second one. Cause obviously they said James Gunn is coming back for another DC movie. Um, and uh, obviously he, he had his, I think he wrote actually the peacemaker HBO max show. Yep. Um, and, and he directed four like or five episodes of, episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if like, if they're going to do a second suicide squad movie. Um, but I fully agree if they had brought up the universe surrounding this movie even more, um, this movie would have been probably more, I want to say impactful, but it would have just made it even better. Um, because like, like you said, the only person we really have seen established in the entire universe is probably Harley Quinn. And even then she was a good guy in her own movie. And like, yeah. In the other Suicide Squad movies, she was with the Joker for like five minutes, and that's about it. And like we saw her with Batman, like you said, once. So um, it, it, it doesn't really like there's not a whole lot of people at stake in, in a lot of ways because we don't really care about it. Like if Loki showed up and like, let's say the Suicide Squad, and it was the Marvel version and Loki was there and Loki died. Like that would be that would be more impactful because we've no, watched this dude for years. Terms. Well, yeah, that's true. But um, <laughs> I give it to you. I'm just kidding. But like, if you saw like Ghost, or even if you saw, um, I'm trying to think who else is in the MCU that's not dead, um, <laughs> uh, Abomination. Red Skull. Or... No, he's he's not a good villain. He's, he'd, he'd, um, well, he's a good villain, but 
he's a Nazi. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a who's a tragic villain in that? If Bucky, if Yelena. Bucky was, imagine, imagine if uh, Bucky was like while he was the Winter Soldier before he like joined the Avengers or anything. He was on the right. Suicide Squad, and then he yeah. died. That'd be that'd be super impactful because it's tragic. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I I think that if they would have built the universe around it better, um, you know, then I think that definitely works. And I don't think they need to follow like the Marvel platform, but I think they definitely no. need to have somebody's vision that everybody else tells. Because that's kind of what happens in the MCU of like Kevin Feige's vision, but he allows all these other directors to tell it in their own way. Um it'd be all these characters. And I think that's that's very, very important. Um, you know, and I think that's definitely where they've kind of struggled at but um i fully agree i think this movie is top level dc um i think this movie is top level superhero movie uh in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. i think it's it's up there with some of the i think it's up there with some of the other ones um i don't like doing this but i'm going to do it just because you know i'm trying to get that clickbait on on youtube um Uh if you had to put up the guardians of the galaxy and the suicide squad which one did you enjoy more Huh, that's we'll go with the really, first one. Just the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good uh, comparison. Um, I just time will tell on this one, mm-hmm. but like right now, it's just it's really hard because they both have really good cast. But I just think that's what would put Guardians above that for me because the cast is yep. so good. But I even think huh, that's really hard. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain because I I think the easy answer is Guardians of the Galaxy. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I've just seen it so many times. So I'm like, which one would I rather watch right now? It'd probably be the Suicide Squad. Yeah. But just thinking about how, like, just t- like just list the characters: Ratcatcher Two, King Shark, uh, uh, Polka Peacemaker. Dot Man, Peacemaker, and think about that. And then just like, what did James Gunn made these people? or made these weird characters so likable. And he did yep. the same thing with like Groot and Rocket Raccoon. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember Gamora, when Nebula. The, yep. I remember when the cast first came out I'm like, if they make Groot and Rocket work, if they make them the heart of the movie, then guess what? They will made a great movie. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. And yep. I was like, boom, that's, this is it. Like, <laughs> like this is exactly what I wanted. So now thinking about that, the way it made me feel, I just think because the baggage that this movie has, I'm going to put Gardens of the Galaxy a- ahead of it. Because I yeah. imagine if this was the first time the, the general audiences had heard the concept of the Suicide Squad, they got this. It's like, oh, it's like the Avengers and Justice League, but like funnier and cooler because they don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and so I would have to say Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah, I think I would too, because at the moment, like when the Guardians first came out, I, well, I think you wouldn't get the Suicide Squad without the Guardians movie because without the success yeah. of the Guardians movie because it was Definitely. just it was such a weird character and weird group at the time and like a group that nobody really even cared about until the movies really came out. And so I think I think I would put the Guardians above it. But that being said, you know this movie is still one of James Gunn's best movies, and th- I absolutely love it. I think I think these weird characters he either needs to do or Taika Waititi needs to do because. They just know how to handle them very well, um, and so I think that's that's definitely um, that's definitely a, a good thing. So I'm I'm all for more James Gunn weirdness in both the MCU and the DCEU. Um, Have you seen Super? Super. 
I don't think super, so. Super, yeah. It's a it's James Gunn directed it. It's with Dwight from The Office, and he's a he's dresses up as a superhero and just beats the crap out of people with a wrench. Are you serious? Yeah, his name's the Crimson Bolt. And he just like beats the shit out of people with a wrench. I need to watch it. I need to go back. Uh, okay. Like Kevin Bacon's the bad guy. Of course, Michael <laughs> Rooker's in it. Nathan Fillion is in it as like the Holy Avenger. He's like some like uh, after school special, like, yeah, uh, like summer school superhero. Super like <laughs> it's definitely worth a watch. It gets really weird. There's a parallels to what if there's a tentacle monster in it at one point, super okay. like in a dream sequence. That's the <laughs> okay. weirdest part. Okay, movie. but besides that, great movie, definitely worth the check. Check it worth out. Checking out. It was I'll on Netflix. It, it might out. still be on Netflix. Okay, uh, I'll check it out. Um, before we before we kind of wrap it up here, um, we did end off with two in credits, uh, post credit scenes. Excuse me, um, from this movie. One with Weasel not actually being dead, but I don't know why it took him so long to actually wake up and then run away. Um, and he woke up under a full moon, so maybe he is part werewolf. Um, and then <laughs> I didn't the, even realize that. <laughs> yeah. And then the uh, the last uh, post credit scene is Peacemaker in the hospital somehow surviving the bullet to the throat. That's uh, what happens when you work out; you get that big like muscle neck, and it, it you know it, it prevents bullets. Um, and also, he is still alive. It was a whole building that fell on him. Yeah, well, he's John <laughs> Cena though. He's he's that's what he's built for. He's ready for that. Um, and so, I, I, what do you think, though? It's kind of set up the Peacemaker and obviously is setting up the HBO Max show with the Peacemaker. Um, what are you expecting from the show? Are you, are you, do you have high hopes for it? I don't know when it comes out. I think it comes out next year at some point. Um, but do you have high hopes for it? Are you looking forward to it? What do you think is going to happen with it? I think it's going to be one of those things where it's like, nah, I don't really care. And honestly, if you would ask me if I would have wanted a Peacemaker show, I would have said, no, I'd rather have a Rick Flagg show where mm-hmm. he's like like working with different villains each episode and stuff like that, like trying right. to do certain covert missions. I think that'd be more interesting, but I think I'm going to go in with that attitude. I'm going to be pleasantly surprised and be like, oh, this is actually pretty good. And uh, <laughs> like you, like we talked about, John Cena just did like, like uh, there was moments where you can see like, the nuance in his face where he's just like, Oh, he's struggling with this. Like yeah. he doesn't want to do this, but he's still going to do it um, because of whatever happened, whatever has happened in his past. So I'd love, I would love it if they pair him with like a different villain or something like that, or um, uh, maybe don't I mean, obviously no, don't take it too seriously, but I think I'll be pleasantly surprised by it. It's a really weird expectation to have to be, to expect <laughs> to be pleasantly surprised, but I've done it before and it's worked out right. great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know what to expect. So I'm just going to go in with like as not as low hopes as possible, but just go in with like, I don't know what happens, but let's just go along for the ride and see what happens. Because I'm sure exactly. with James Gunn at the helm, it's going to be it's going to be at least entertaining. And that's that's what's mm-hmm. important is that it's entertaining. So um, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know when it comes out, but I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, when it comes out, we'll definitely have to break it down and talk about it and talk about the madness that was it probably because it's going to be absolutely crazy um anything else you want to add about anything we talked about about the suicide squad um before we before we wrap up the podcast uh, i'm just gonna go through the rest of my notes uh weasel will be in my nightmares uh <laughs> mon mongal should have been more powerful just saying because mm-hmm. mongo can freaking go toe-to-toe as superman and that's her dad but whatever uh javelin probably should have thrown the javelin one time just one time i just wanted to see like how he threw it 
That would have been good. Um, it's like I put that you have to take advantage of what these what makes these characters unique, or else it's just six underground on Netflix. Like yep. that's what this Suicide Squad was, or Suicide Squad 2016 was just a standard action movie. Nothing yep. special about it. Uh, I love Will Smith, but Bloodshot felt ten times better, or Blood Bloodsport felt ten times better than Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my god, or we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Ratchet Ratcatcher two and Sebastian stole the show. They were great. Yes, um, they were absolutely. And, and did you see that the original concept wasn't Bloodsport, but it was Deathstroke? I did see that. Yeah, so cool. Well, that would have like, been really cool. Why couldn't we do that? And Joe Manganiello <laughs> is dying to be in a be Deathstroke already. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we. I don't know why we didn't do that. Um, I did want to bring up uh, Bloodsport's mask. Like his helmet thing was amazing. Like it, it looked it really cool. dope. I love like the gold jawline thing. It was that looked really really cool. Um, and yeah, I definitely agree. Ratcatcher two and Sebastian. Sebastian probably more than anything stole the show because he he made like you fell in love with a raccoon and a tree and now we fall in love with a rat and it's just it's james gunn is making you really great yeah not really a weasel the weasel i agree the weasel no, kind of creeped no. me out the first time i saw Uh-oh. him because i was like but but that's still like but you're gonna remember it because he looks so right. unique, like yeah it's so gross and creepy yeah 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 and so uh, that, i uh I don't know why I nobody saw... tried to do CPR on him or mouth to mouth. I don't know why. Uh, just let him die. I think I know exactly why. <laughs> let him die. That's gross. Uh, but uh, that I don't know what the actress's name that played Ratcatcher Two. She needs to be in more things. Well, I don't yeah, know she does. who I need, who we need to talk to. She needs to be in more things. But I saw her and the guy who played Polka Dot Man do karaoke, yeah. and mm-hmm. they both have great voices. Like you can't. <laughs> that's not fair. You can't be good at a bunch of things. Like yeah, I, I only let us have some. Mind. Like what a, what a, what a, what a terrible bag I got. I got mediocre at Rocket League. That's all I got. Like come on, I need more things. <laughs> oh man, I definitely agree though. She needs to. She needs to be in more stuff. Um, for sure. So I, I definitely agree with that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to to bring up or add about Suicide Squad or What If or anything that's out there? Sonic Two, whatever. Do you want to talk about anything? Is there anything else you want to bring up? <laughs> Uh, nothing off the top of my head. Uh, also, I forgot it was in my note. I forgot, but Peacemaker, what a joke! Really tore me right up inside. Uh, or like you could see it like impact him. What yeah. tore me up inside was when Starro was just like, I was, I was fine, staring at the stars. And I'm like, ah, oh man, ah. yeah. But and then someone's like, yeah, but then you destroyed the city. I was like, he was tortured for thirty years. Yeah, let's, let's give him. A, yeah, you're gonna be pissed and want to kill everything on this species. <laughs> Think like Invincible. Have you watched Invincible? I have. Yeah. Oh, so good. But yeah, like, it's when, like Omni Man. But yeah, when Omni Man goes back to their planet or whatever, the ones that yeah. time moves differently, and just murders everybody. I was yeah. Like I was like, yeah, do it. They're like, no, he's gonna be. He's bad. I was like, yeah, kill him all. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so bad at that, and I just watched a movie. It's called. Uh, it was the wrong turn remake. Same yes. deal. Same twist happened. You watched that? The wrong. Turn I've remake? seen it. I've seen. Oh, I yeah. think I've seen. I've seen the first wrong, t- like the original. Okay, this uh, is completely. Is different. that about the? Is that about the cannibal yeah, cannibals but, in West Virginia or whatever? And yeah, but in this, yeah, movie, I've seen the original no and the remake. Cannibals. Okay, so I saw the yeah. remake, and they did the same twist. We're like, we're yeah. not even bad, and then they totally <laughs> just like murdered everybody. We're not bad though. I was like. You blinded them and threw them in a hole. You guys are bad yeah. too. 
Like yeah. you guys killed yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Was like we didn't do any. Like it was trying to be like deeper than it was because it was like, yeah. oh, he didn't do anything to you until you killed us. <laughs> no, you guys totally killed their other friend with the with a log. I saw. Yeah. It. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But sorry, this isn't the wrong turn podcast. Anything, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to rack my brain for things that I'm excited for coming down. It's just all the stuff. I just just give yep. me all the stuff already. Give me all the stuff. Uh, Sonic. Uh, Sonic Two will be re- will be pretty cool. I'm just it's just the best time to be a nerd. Think about the, the 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 climax of that movie. It was uh it was Ratcatcher Two like just summoning a bunch of rats while yes. Bloodsport was shooting Starro and yep. Harley Quinn used Javelin's Javelin and yep. stabbed it in its Starro's eyeball while King Shark was gnawing on its other arm like. <laughs> This is a great it's time. Great. I'm it's just great. so excited to like what I like. And everybody just, it just like when I started like it, so did everybody else. I'm not special yep. in any kind of way, but like, that's great <laughs> because then I can just have conversations like this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I fully agree. It is a great time to be a nerd. Um, you know, if you're a wrestling fan, it's kind of a great time to be a wrestling fan. Cause oh, you know, CM Punk could be back. And uh, Daniel <laughs> Bryan could be going to AEW, and so there's there's a lot of stuff that could happen. That's a lot of fun. CM Punk, moment. Daredevil coming back. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay, right, right, but, right. Yeah, I'm ex- of course I'm excited. I'm riled up. Of course I'm going to watch the pay per view. Yes, illegally, but I'm going to watch it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody Rhodes. I'm broke. Okay, that's exactly why I don't feel bad whenever like <laughs> like. Vince McMahon releases somebody else. I was like, well, guess what? I don't pay for WWE Network. (laughs) 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 I'll show him. I'll show him. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. So it's a great time to be. It's a great time to be alive other than the pandemic. So um, (laughs) is is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything else you wanted to plug before we before we wrap it up? Well, uh, I think that the Rick and we, or I had went live for Rick and Morty episodes. I didn't do it all season, but maybe I'll do it for the season finale because it is a whole hour's worth of Rick and Morty. That would be really cool. Maybe come and check us out. So follow us, uh, follow the channel at New World Nerds uh, on YouTube because something will eventually happen there. And you'll see Andy <laughs> on there too. It'll be great. You'll be like, yeah, hey. exactly. Yeah, it's that guy. <laughs> it's that guy I saw that one time. <laughs> yeah that's the one <laughs> well uh you can follow us uh all across social media i'll flash it up for you if i can find it no i can't find it it's down here at the bottom on this little ticker um you can follow us at uh the shandy show on twitter instagram and facebook as well as on youtube and across other uh, audio platforms your favorite audio platforms um i'm actually a part of a wrestling podcast as well the pipe bomb wrestling podcast we go we do a recording a new episode drops every monday and thursday um, the Monday episodes are kind of your throwback episodes, while the Thursday episodes cover what's going on on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. Um, and actually, they just announced this week one the my buddy and uh, his cousin or his friend or whatever. I forget, I forget how they're related, um, but uh, they are actually going to Las Vegas for SummerSlam. Um, so they're going to be there in person for for SummerSlam, and then they are actually going to be on SportsWire. Um, you can go to sport, sportinarium.com. Um, and they're doing a live call-in show afterwards to cover all things SummerSlam. So if you um, want to go check out their most recent episode, uh, it came out today, actually, on Thursday. Um, go check it out. They'll have the number there. <clears throat> go call them. Tell them that Andy sent you 
um, and, and tell them what you thought of SummerSlam. So that's a lot of fun. So a lot of cool stuff coming up, a lot of cool stuff going around. And so we are very much enjoying it and uh, having a t- the time of our lives. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Nico, we uh, appreciate you com- coming on, man. It's, it's been a while and, you know, it's always I fun to sit that, down and talk. Nerdy we say stuff. that literally every time. We do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four months. Oh, I got it. We got to have Nico on at some point. Yeah. Um, so it's like a, it's like a quarter. Um, but we have yeah. to have you on more often. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have you on to talk about some other mind blowing stuff. Whenever, if ever the Spider-Man movie comes out for sure, we'll yeah. have you on to talk about the disappointment or the ecstatic that it was. <laughs> Cause it's going to be on one side or the other. It's not going to be in the yeah. middle. So uh, we'll definitely have you on for that. But uh, for Nico, my name is Andy York. We appreciate you guys tuning in, tuning in and listening to us. And we'll see you guys in the next video.